Hello and welcome to Expired XP, a podcast by Twitchy Max and Useless Viking. In return for listening to this podcast, we promise to introduce you to old games that are new to you, introduce you to some facts, and hopefully entertain you along the way. We will also throw in a healthy dose of nostalgia, which has been proven by science to be good for you. Every week, we talk about past games from across the eons, all the way back to the dawn of time, the 1970s. We'll interview guests from the industry and explore what inspired them to get into games. Eustace Viking and I will talk about our own experiences and we'll have fun along the way. At some point, we might get some listeners, and if we do, we'll take on your suggestions to talk about your games. Welcome to the Twitchy Max and Useless Viking podcast. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Expired XP. Woo! And we are going to be talking today about a classic coin-op. Uh, I'll fill you in on that in a little bit later when we're talking about it. It's going to be a fun 15 minutes talking about that. But first of all, uh, we've got a subject to talk about. And that subject is a little bit of Fortnite update. Our fortnightly Fortnite update. What chapter are we in at the moment? So this is chapter two, season... Oh my God, you're asking me this. Um, yeah. Chapter two. To season seven? Seven. I think that I is, feel I like think it is seven. Yeah. I think that's I think roughly seven, correct. Yeah. So we've got UFOs. Yep. We've just had an Ariana Grande concert. This is true. Which neither of us went to. Not, no. Not because we don't like no, her. No, no. We should point that out. Yeah. Just like circumstances. I was I was away. I was on holiday. And, and yep. you had... It was on a weekend and it wasn't a good... And time. I was having my house ripped apart. And yeah, yeah, true. So it just didn't work. You had no floor. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult. That's to, a good reason. It's difficult to get into dancing to Ariana Grande when you've got no floor. <laughs> this is very you know, true. <coughs> real, real, uh, real challenger. We've had some new weapons added, which was cool. And yeah. like, I haven't. So the ones that have gone was the Grabatron, which was the whole you can pick anything up and throw it around. Yeah. Which was. Can I just say that one was lame? It was lame. I picked up a bus and I tried to throw it the other night, and it hardly moved. It's it's not something that you could easily kill someone with. Yeah, and I question the value. Yeah. Okay. But talk about the proper NATO. Ah, uh, the proper fire. Proper fire. Proper sorry. fire. Yes, I haven't there used was, that. Either. There was a part in the game where you could go and you could talk to an NPC, and they would turn you into a hedge or a barrel. Yeah. Or what else? What okay, else? Did flowers, flowers. Signposts. I think they uh, were just sofas. The sofas was brilliant, actually. A I pile like of wheels. Yeah, but you had to go and pay pay a little bit of gold for um yeah. for the privilege, but they brought out the proper fire. Yeah. And that allows you to turn into something on demand whenever you want to, which is really cool. The other cool weapon is the pulse cannon. Is it Agreed. pulse cannon? Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two major updates, I think, that I've really enjoyed over the past few weeks. And we've used the pulse cannon to some epic, epic success. And it is so great to annihilate people's buildings that they think they're hiding. Oh, 100%. Especially when you've used the uh, recon scanner to find out where they are. And you've got no idea that you're going to hit them. Yeah. And I guess mm. if, if you're listening to this and you're going, why are these, uh, I was going to say middle-aged. I think we are middle-aged, aren't we? I think we're, we're definitely kind of... Upper middle. Upper middle. <laughs> upper middle-aged. Men talking about Fortnite. What's the reason behind this? So a while ago, actually during... So this is COVID-related, actually, because... During level four lockdown, I massively got into playing it with my uh, wife-to-be's younger brother and his mates. Yeah. And I thought it was so much more fun, especially playing in co-op. I played a little bit by myself. I found it absolutely boring and I find it to be not that engaging. Although, to be fair, now in hindsight, I, I do play it once in a while in single player as well and I find it fun. But I was quite quick to realize that as much as it was fun playing with my brother-in-law-to-be... Um, 
I really wanted to play with my mates as well. Mm. Uh, and he still plays with us. He's great. And uh, Jamie, he's 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 uh, he's better he's, than all of us. He's better than all of us combined. I feel, but I. But what I really wanted was to play with my mates as well. Mm. And so I think you definitely were the first person I said, hey, I think we should give Fortnite a nudge. Yeah. And, and then we, we brought in all of our other mates. So we now play kind of regularly, semi-regularly every, every week Yeah. in Fortnite. And the reason why, why? Because we love team play. And I guess we all love that it's not a serious game. I think we mm. would just get really desperately sad if we were trying to play yeah. Call of Duty or something like that where people are good. Every now and again, we do get a Vic Royale. Every now and again, we get a Vic Royale. This is a very yeah. good point. I mean, how many Vic Royales do you think we have a week as a, as a group, not individuals? Oh, um, three to five. Okay. Is that low? Or do you reckon I have no more? idea. I mean, I have no idea what good Fortnite play looks like. Um, oh, no, no, what, no. I don't know what a me, good Fortnite it, play it, looks like, but three to five, I think, is what we do. Yeah, I think you're right. That's about right, eh? Well, mm, maybe two to three, actually, well, okay. when, when there's more of us around. We had an epic Vic Royale this week. So me and Marcus were playing and we used the pulse cannon to blow a car up and it flew about, I don't know what I want to say, 20 meters, landed in the storm and killed everyone. I think it was more like 30 or 40 meters, but sure. Yeah. Well, it's down a hill, wasn't it? I wasn't so there. It I kind just of rolled the down afterwards. the hill. Yeah. Um, and it also set everything on fire. And Marcus did this. And I was a, a bystander at this point. I was just about a heel. Yeah. Um, and I was just shoot. You know when you shoot the car. Yeah. And it, it does some damage to the car and it makes you feel better, but you're not really helping. No. Uh, but I had a great view of it, and uh, that's one, one of the videos that I saved and actually posted up to Twitter because I loved it. It was. We're such definitely going to bring shot. Marcus onto this. We talk about yeah. Marcus enough that I feel like he needs we to do. be on an episode yeah, with us. We should have a. We should have a chat with him about. His experience of See, playing Fortnite with us. I thought you were going to talk about the one where we did a squad of four and then Jamie, my uh, brother-in-law, jumped out. Oh, yeah. And then we were left with you, me, and Chris. Yeah. And we were, like, trying to play squads, three of us, in a four-player mode. Yeah. And we got a Vic Royale out of yeah, it, which did, was yeah. well played. But the, the impressive end to the Vic Royale, because that Vic Royale that we got, it was, it was an impressive yeah, hard one, but we got it because someone died in the storm. Yeah. And we didn't put them there. Through, through their own ineptitude, they died in the storm. Whereas Marcus oh, no, no, we blasted the them. No, we did kill the both of the last did guys. We? Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris killed the last Oh, guy. did he? Okay, yeah. maybe I didn't he wasn't the, he, I was in the UFO. <clears throat> yeah, he was in the storm only because we put him there. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah see, that's a so good So we did do well. That is, that is good. But you're me. right, though. It's watching your, uh, your Twitch video or whatever it is, Twitter video, it's on yeah. our Twitter account, of... of uh, Marcus firing it in. And I think what's really funny about it as well now is when we've got the audio. It's great. It's yeah. really good fun. Yeah. I'm so impressed with him. I'm just singing his praises. I'm proud he's of brilliant. him. brilliant. I'm proud of him. Yeah. he's He did us well. He did us proud. Yeah, we did. probably need a name for our little squad, don't we? Well, we kind of do. We have... The expired uh, we, we who are about Well, we're, we're, <laughs> we who are about to die is what we're currently called. Oh, yeah. That's our WhatsApp group, right? Uh, yeah. 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 So that's kind of the team of everyone. Yeah. Um, which is apt. It was in the beginning. I feel like we're not as bad anymore. So maybe no, we need to not. upgrade our name. I, I think uh, what I'd like to do, if I could, is actually to see in our games what my kind of revive count is. Because when we first started playing, <laughs> you used to revive me at least twice a game. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it's like gone down. once every other game now. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone um, down. And every now and again, I revive you. So Yeah, this is true. I, and I think we're evening out slowly. I'm catching up. And we've got other people who have joined now, which I love. 
who have got quite into it, which is mm. great. But we and to be fair though, they're not actually as much in need of reviving, which makes me also a little bit sad because it means that uh, not that I I'm was less really useful, <laughs> but it just makes me feel like they they're better than we were when we started. Yeah, yeah they are. That makes yeah. me sad that they were. They're... I'm relieved that they weren't there in the beginning. Yeah, no, you're right. Because like, I Chris could learn. And, no, you're right. And Chris and Tom. Tom, like both of them, I feel like have a baseline that was just higher when yeah. we started. Well, they, you know, they are uh, people who've played like um, other games, Claire Cod, Unknown, yep. Cod. Yep, that's true. It's a little bit more serious than Fortnite. Yeah, and it's more um, immediate and brutal in Call of Duty. You know, oh, unless absolutely. you know what you're doing, you're dying. Every you and I tried to play Battlefront to no success. Oh yeah, that was too. Because it was just stressful, man. Yeah. Like it was just like death every two minutes, and yeah. it's just not our bag. Yeah. I mean, we, we just want to play Fortnite and go fishing, don't we? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or fly UFOs. Yeah, or, or drive a boat. Yeah, or drive a boat as fast as we <laughs> yeah. can towards the other end of the circle. Yeah. yeah. But that is, our, I think that's, a, that's, our, that's our Fortnite update yeah, for, Fortnite for this time. I feel, I feel it was a good, a good period of time. I think it we was, did well. Yeah. We did well. I, we haven't played as much as we have done recently, but I think the games that we had were quality. Yes. Yes. I do. I do. I think that we're in for a treat today. I'm not sure, but I can sense it. I'm just looking at you right now, and I'm seeing Twitchy Max is sitting here. He looks giddy. And so I don't know which game he's going to talk about, but it's something that makes him giddy. So why don't you just lay it on us? Let us know what, what's happening today. Okay, so I am a bit giddy. This game takes me back to my pre-teenage years. I was on the cusp of teenagedom. Oh, so yeah. I probably had a bit of acne. Uh, which is great. Just a bit. You're lucky, Just a man. Bit. Uh, well, early stages. I did, <laughs> I, did, I did suffer. I did suffer. And when I was a kid, I went on holiday with my parents to see uh, some friends in East London near where we used to live. And we went to a swimming pool. Okay. Kids need to do something. Let's send them to a swimming pool. We went to the swimming pool and the swimming pool had this arcade machine in it okay this is getting interesting yes. so we're not talking about console stuff here no, we're not talking about computers perfectly fine we're talking coin op now when we went there i had no idea about this brand or anything to do with it and i saw the arcade machine and it was turned off and it was facing the wall and it was green and it had this okay, writing I, on I, the side. I have a feeling but yep. you continue and on the side, it said Teenage Mutant oh. Ninja Turtles. Oh, so good. Yeah. And I'd never even heard of these things, right? Oh, my Absolutely God. no idea what they were or anything. But I was intrigued because it was a large arcade cabinet. It was the largest one I'd seen, actually, that wasn't an, a driving game. Yeah. Went for a swim, came out, and the arcade cabinet was turned around and it was turned on. And there was this crowd of kids and teenagers around it. So I loved arcade games at that point, and I still do. And I went up to it with my mates. I could see that it was four-player. Yes. So there were four-player around Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The yes. previous only four-player game I'd seen in the arcade was Gauntlet. Yep. And that was year, a few years before and very basic. This had your larger-than-life Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles you could select which one you wanted to be. I had no idea what they were at this point, but they looked cool. They all had different weapons. So they had Donatello with his stick, his staff. He had Leonardo with his sword. It was just fantastic. 
and the sprites, the actual characters were really big yeah. on the screen. Yeah. And it was a side-scroller fighting game and it was intense and you had these crazy bad guys like Bebop. You had... Rocksteady. Uh, Rocksteady, yeah. Uh, you had Shredder. You had Krang. Krang. Absolutely fantastic. And the sound, the soundtrack was great. And it was so intense and, and so much fun because you'd have all these bad guys coming on the screen but there'd be four of you there all dressed as turtles and doing all these ninja moves. And at that age... I loved it, right? Yeah. So this is the game that I want to talk about today. Oh my god! I, look, I you know how much I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as yeah. well. I mean, I've literally got the '80s cartoon versions of them as little as little kind of collectible doll guys. Yeah. I shouldn't say call them dolls. Probably they action. Are do- that's action what figures? my dad will call them. Action my figures? dad will call them dolls. Okay, well, let's call them dolls. Let's yeah. let's put it out there and say like I, I collect. I have a collection of four Teenage Mutant. I want to ask you this. Call them action figures. My dad used to call them dolls, and I said to him when I was a kid, no, they're action figures, they're not dolls. And I'm right, and he's wrong. Okay, well, okay, then it's definitely action figures. Yeah. I've got to check this with you, though, because I found find this interesting, uh, and I'm not sure which country did what. Was Europe Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles? Yes, it was. Because it wasn't so ninjas. Because ninjas games, were too scary, apparently. Yeah, ninjas are too scary. <laughs> so the arcade unit was called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The TV series and all the branding was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles because ninja was a violent word. Yeah. The fact that they were playing, uh, they had all these violent weapons and they would fight with them Yeah. in the cartoon didn't really matter. No, the, the name. ninja was the problem. The name was the problem. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, it was uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles in, in the UK and probably in the rest of Europe. It, and in Sweden, yep, Hero Turtles. So this um, arcade unit, uh, 1989 was when it came out. Oh my God. 1989 by Konami. It was fantastic. So let's think about what else happened in 1989. Fall of the Berlin Wall, Tiananmen Square Massacre, Hillsborough. But also on a positive side, same-sex marriage in Denmark and the Berlin Wall came down. How much of this do you reckon you would have been aware of? Same-sex marriage in Denmark was not on my radar as a UK yeah. boy in, in uh, the UK. At Berlin Wall, I watched on telly. Berlin Wall, same. Tiananmen Square, I watched on telly. Same. Hillsborough, I watched on telly. So Who's I saw Hillsborough those one? Hmm? What was the Hillsborough one? Hillsborough, um, it was the Liverpool Knotts Forest match where 96 people died because of the crush. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. terrible. Yes, I did watch that as well, yeah. yeah. So there's some pivotal societal stuff going on. Yeah. From a technology point of view, the 486 PC came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which was breathtaking compared to the 386. Yeah. Microsoft Office was released. The first iteration of wow. Microsoft Office. Yeah. We're so old, Richie. Yeah. Game Boy. Wow. Game Boy was released that year. And that, that's just fantastic and I'm sure Game Boy got an iteration of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles it did yeah yeah there were a few iterations of it so there were a few Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games on NES as well Mm. there was more of an adventure game Mm. where you had to walk around and do things but the coin op was also ported it was ported to all the systems at the time even Commodore 64 to varying degrees of success but the only thing really that mattered was the arcade game because the arcade game was breathtaking the colours were bright the um, characters were fantastic and it was full player so what else happened that year you had Batman oh the Tim Burton yep. yeah. Tim Burton version of Batman Indiana Jones The Last Crusade oh my god Driving Miss Daisy Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 
Cyborg, the John um, Jean Claude Van Damme film. Oh, I know that's funny. From a song's point of view, Love Shack, B fifty twos. Yeah. Love in an Elevator, Aerosmith. Paradise City, Guns and Roses. Nice. Like a prayer, Madonna. Yeah. Would you have now, listened to all of those? I would have. Yeah, actually, I would have listened to all of those. Same. I was a bit of a Madonna fan, actually. Yeah. Same. Yeah. The, the thing that doesn't sit well with me is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were the same era as Like a Prayer. I always think of Like a Prayer as a mid-80s thing or a full-on 80s thing. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, to me, were more of a 90s and a cooler thing because yeah. I was young at that time. But I spent a lot of time playing this coin-op game. And it, it was interesting because each of the characters had slightly different skills. So Leonardo was an all-rounder. Donatello had longer reach, but was quite slow and not as powerful. Whereas Raphael, he was more close close quarters combat. The combat was very intense, and obviously they were trying to make money, so <laughs> it was reasonably hard to stay alive. You'd just be there fighting Krang with all his tentacles and stuff, or Bebop and Rocksteady running across the screen. You'd just be fighting all the time and mashing all these buttons and moving around and you can move up and down and if you threw characters into a uh, ballad or into an object it would hurt them more yeah They're, each of the different characters had different uh, each of the different bad guys had different skills that could impact you in different ways so some of them like grabbed you and drained your health while others hit you so there is a bit of complexity to the game, but yeah. it was basically a raw fighting game between you and the bad guys, and you were with four of your mates as the Ninja Turtles. What's not to like? It was just amazing. It must have been one of the few coin-op games that I actually played at all. Mm. Because I, and I mean, for me in Sweden, we didn't really... Saying that we didn't have arcades is probably a little bit of a lie, but it's not the same culture. Because mm. A, we don't have the pub culture in the same way in Sweden. And pubs mm. usually used to have yeah, arcades around them in, in the, the UK. In the 80s and 90s ha- were full of arcade yeah. machines. So you had that in the UK. I think it was just more developed technology-wise than Sweden was at that stage as well, in general. Yeah. Like, you know, we were very late with cable TV in Sweden and anything like that. But we did go every other year to the UK where my dad was from and we would go down to the tourist spots because that was from Torquay which is the southwest uh, it's called the English Riviera yeah um, sorry I shouldn't say which that. is just, which is funny because it's it is not funny it's not anything I mean, like it I mean there are palm trees that is as close to the similarity as yeah. it can be and it's got some beach frost bitten <laughs> not maybe in summer always but yeah I mean it's it is funny that they call it that but they did have obviously because it was also tourists and stuff tons of arcades and pubs and places where people mm. could play things like this when yeah. the sun was shining and push penny yes yes true they did as well yeah you're right it was I, and i i also have this vivid memory i don't have the memory of where it was but i do remember seeing it and playing it for the first time and just being absolutely captured i think i actually ended up playing with i don't know if you did as well but the first time i played i'm pretty sure i played with random kids they were just playing oh, it, did, and, I, yeah. and i ended up being the fourth guy and they were just like, we need a fourth guy. Let's take that scrawny little Swedish dude with pimples. Yeah. I mean, I was playing with guys that must have been like 17 or 18, much bigger than me. And mm. we were all playing it. And we were so excited about this game that the, the the brightness and the size of the sprites and everything was just like, unlike anything that we'd seen before. And, and they were such was cool, powerful interested. characters. They were such cool characters. Yeah, yeah. And even though the game didn't tell the story about... It kind of did, the personalities. Because mm. I, is, did that one have the speech bubbles? Or was that might have been a subsequent game? I don't remember speech bubbles. Okay, but. probably not then. But I do know that they... I think they tried to steal a little bit of the characters. 
personalities, but obviously from the show, because I'm assuming later on, did you watch the show as well? I the did, cartoon? yeah. But it took it took a while for the shows uh, for the show to turn up in Northwest England. Yeah, I think it was when Sky was just coming around. Yeah, things like that would have been on Sky, and it wouldn't have been on BBC because it was too violent. Yeah, you can't exactly. Have ninjas. No. Which is a bit crazy. But such a great show. And and I love that. I always loved mm. the show as well. And for anyone who's watched that Netflix series about, you know, the TV shows that made us, mm. I feel like re-watching that now again and watching yeah. the Ninja Turtles episode because... So there's an interesting product placement thing as well. In some of the games that were made, they placed, uh, because the Turtles love pizza, they placed Pizza Hut pizza boxes in the games as product placement. Oh. Yeah. So instead of it being generic pizzas, it yeah. was Pizza Hut pizzas in the game, which is quite funny. And I say that was... You could hear I wasn't too impressed with that there. But, no, you weren't. But, you weren't. Uh, but not because I don't like the trivia, but because I think both you and I are pretty much the same. A game is a game and not a bloody advertising space for... Well, that, yeah, that's a bit purist though, isn't it? I mean, there's lots and lots of adverts now in all games, really. Yeah. there. I think it's, there's been a quite a lot of hate when they have tried it. I know that yeah. they've done it in stuff in wrestling games and stuff. Mm. where they tried to do it and there was this outcry from people saying I've already paid for the game yeah, and now I'm having to watch advertisement and in something yeah. I paid for yeah. why am I watching advertisement they do it in movies all the time yeah and you pay for movies yeah well, well you don't because you're a pirate but I am a pirate I am a pirate I do Netflix I do Netflix to be fair I feel like I pay my fair share enough that I can pirate some stuff because okay. I do Netflix I pay I'll for Amazon out, Prime I Disney Plus <laughs> <laughs> I, I good luck proving any of it anyway uh, I mean you even get um, I think yeah, I was listening to someone else like some celebrity the other day talking about it as well I mean mm. I don't pirate today but I did pirate mm. I did pirate a lot I mean it was the only way of doing things I, and it's not I don't think it was a problem if if I I think one thing that would be really fun for us to talk about on a podcast an episode we should talk about the pirating, pirating scene pirating I'm happy scene. To yeah. talk about the pirating scene. Oh, I'm okay talking about the pirating yeah. scene, yeah. And even bulletin board systems and stuff like that, because you, you used to, the way it used to work when we were pirating stuff was that whatever you uploaded, you scored points, and you could use those points to download other games. It was very sophisticated. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it yeah. very sophisticated. So on the bulletin board. The boards, game in itself. It was, yeah, totally. It was. It was so like if you take something like Monkey Island, which was like 32, I think Monkey Island 3 was something like 32 discs. Hmm. So I remember painstakingly uploading that as a copy to this bulletin board site and earning points for uploading it only to subsequently then have all the points taken off me because they of course did copyright and I wasn't like a (laughs) I wasn't like a hacker I didn't know I wasn't like part of one of these groups that actually were cracking games I wasn't Mm. part of the cracking elite so I literally just uploaded 32 discs or whatever it was a completely useless game (laughs) play for others got points I think I managed to download something and then they just took them all off me and were like what are you mm. doing mate you've just uploaded a, a game and people that's, will need that's the, protected yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll need like that somehow to get the software protection off so that was how good I was yeah brilliant so did you then also get back to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles so did you then buy a lot of the console and PC titles of Teenage Mutant Ninja or were you happy no, with I the coin up I didn't um, I played the coin up I saw the NES game on my friend's consoles and I thought that's lame I didn't have an NES never considered buying it on Commodore 64 because I just thought it would be lame yeah and I just lamented the fact that I didn't have a Amiga or a console powerful enough to actually play that game it was incredibly different and the graphics and the colours were so rich it was really hard to port onto an 8-bit system you just couldn't do it and even a 16-bit 
system like a SNES, it would have been hard to have pulled off. It was ahead of its time from a graphics and processor uh, point of view that you just couldn't buy it. You couldn't buy something that you'd have to buy the actual arcade cabinet, which would have been thousands. Um, and were you already into arcade cabinet or was that kind of your your first journey into falling in love with arcades? I was, uh, I was, I loved arcades. I loved games. A lot of my friends were into kind of fruit machines when they went to the pub with their parents. Yeah. I was never interested in fruit machines. I was only interested in the games and there mm. were racing games. There was Space Invaders and I just loved it. And my parents would just give me their least change and I'd, I'd play the games. I know Leanne will love me saying this because she is an absolutely amazing um, person. And I know she wants you to be happy. Yeah. I feel like you need a game arcade in your house. I And then not that expensive this, these this. days, mate. I've been thinking about this. So I've got, I'm into Raspberry Pi and game emulation. I've got yep. a mini arcade cabinet. It's only about, uh, I don't know, 25 centimeters tall. I actually need a full size arcade with yeah. an emulator in it so that I can play all the games that I want to stood up. The challenge I've ha- got is where to put it in the house because it's full of the end sewing gear. Yeah, see, that's that's the problem. I, I mean, as you were talking about this, because it flared yeah. up my love, and I got the warm fuzzies for yeah. for for for, a, for an arcade when you were saying it, and yeah. I, I was actually kind of don't know if you saw my eyes darting around, but I was literally looking at this room that we're in right now. Where could you put it? And, yeah. and I can't, Richie, because I've can't. got I've got a. Uh, it wouldn't go in this room because this is more of a den. This is a D and D room. It is. It's a gaming room. We'll have to flick up some photos of this room so people to get what we're talking about. But like. There's one side which is very much a massive TV and kind of my f- mm. more futuristic collection, yeah. Star Wars and Batman and yeah. pop culture. And then there's this other side which is where we play D&D, which is very much kind of like more like a medieval tavern-y look kind to it. Feel, yeah. A little bit. And it work, bit. works quite well. If you stuck an arcade machine in the middle of it, I don't think it would work. No, it would break, it would break so the whole image. What, what we need to do is we need, because you're, you're talking about an arcade cabinet, I'm thinking about an arcade like a full arcade, like a arcade like multiple with multiple and a pinball machine and all that. Okay, kind of that's stuff. cool. I do love that. That is pretty cool. Yeah, no, that is great. That I mean, should be our target. Yeah, it's a good target. It is a great target, and I'll tell you why. A because a lot of that is available, and you can buy in New Zealand, like yeah. those things. And I know because we have these guys at Digital Nations as well. Um, not an advertisement. I just want to point this out. We're not paid to say this, but NZ Spaces came and actually showed off their. Um, their arcade machines and, mm. and they set them up for people to play nice. when I ran the show for free which was lovely mm. of them oh, and they just kind of wanted people at that stage to to, to know that they existed mm. um, and they're some really pa- they are passionate about the stuff that they build but the fact that you've got quality cabinet makers in New Zealand as well so you wouldn't even have to That's import this stuff yeah. you could actually buy it here yeah. locally made and then get the decals on it yes stick on a flat screen so it doesn't take as much room Four arcade sticks, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, baby. Yeah, we're away. Yeah, we should do it. We should do it. So this is so. If you realize, so some of these podcasts are literally going to be us having great ideas of pipeline dreams that we want to create into reality. Yeah. And who doesn't want to have a home arcade? I mean, honestly, let's be honest. Who wouldn't want to have an arcade at home and bring their mates around? And I have think a beer? if someone's listening to this and they don't want that, they're probably listening to the, the wrong, wrong podcast. podcast and they're wasting their time. <laughs> yeah. And they should go and listen to something else. Yeah. Like the news. Oh, look, thanks so much for sharing that memory of Teenage Mutant Ninja. I should say Hero Turtles because I don't want to get in trouble with, don't the, get in trouble with, with the, the BBC. BBC. Are there any final thoughts or any kind of any any anything else you wanted to kind of wrap up on that? Or? The only thing that I want to say is turtle power. 
Turtle power. Hope you enjoyed that, everyone. Next time on Expired XP, we are going to have a streaming update and our featured game is First Division Manager. If you enjoyed or hated this episode, please let us know by leaving us a review. You can follow TwitchyMax and Useless Viking on Instagram or contact us at the expiredxp.com website. We, and by that I mean me, would really love to hear from you. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>